Former FBI agent Brad Garrett is ABC News crime and terrorism analyst. He is with us from Washington this afternoon. Brad, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Hey, John. How is it possible for a group of ragtag terrorists to infiltrate and get inside one of the most secure nations in the world? Well, I suppose the simple answer is uh, a surprise attack that they successfully pulled off. You know, keep in mind they had to, they didn't have to go very far to I think to do the the initial shooting and killing that they did because they went to establishments, settlements, etc., literally just next to Gaza. So as they knock down the wall and go in with vehicles and paragliders and whatever, I, I think there either wasn't military close by or they picked a day, and I think it might have been a, a Jewish holy day or a holiday of some sort that day. Maybe there were less security people around, but it is. It, it's it's amazing that you could amass that many people, because you're talking about hundreds of people going into Israel uh, and not to have been initially stopped and apparently not stopped for, I think, quite a while because they had killed a lot of people before Israel was able to react. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of guessing, I suppose, um, but it, it there seems to be some consistent reporting that this particular attack has been in the planning with the help of Iran for about two years. Clearly, they were caught off guard, Brad. You know, looking at the origins of the Hamas, I know this is kind of it started off as a, a political arm, but should they be looked at as dangerous a terrorist organization as ISIS or Al Qaeda? Well, they are. They're, they are what the U.S. calls a designated terrorist organization, just like ISIS, just like Al Qaeda, just like Al Shabaab. I mean, I can name off a long list, but the point being, uh, they are. Uh, and they're they're treated as such. But, you know, they get their money, training, and equipment to a large extent from Iran. I mean, I'm talking hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, And it it appears that there were a number of meetings between Iran, and I'm going to guess that's going to be the Revolutionary Guard, which is the sort of the terrorist arm, if you will, of Iran, um, to plan this attack. I think the more, and that all makes sense to me. What what which is the big mystery, of course, is how they were able to either keep it a secret, or they were able to secretly launch this, um, and maybe not telling the people that were the uh, participants, maybe until a few hours before they actually launched. I don't know. I mean, that's that tends to be the way. If you want to keep the word from getting spread, you just don't tell anybody until the last minute. So I don't, but I don't know. That's just me guessing. ABC's Brad Garrett is with us. So now Israel has indicated that they are likely to destroy Hamas and destroy Gaza if they have to as part of that. How will other Arab countries likely react if it's that large scale? So the concern obviously is, is the ground war, which Israel is about to launch. You're talking about going house to house, building to building and destroying it and or killing people in those buildings. So the the death count could be extremely high, uh, and it also could be high for the Israelis. I think the concern is that it could well outrage some Arab countries. And so at that point, would they come to the aid 
of um, Hamas, and also could it then at some point draw us, the U.S., into this conflict? I mean, it could become, in other words, much bigger than it already is. I want to ask you about, based on your experience, how the FBI and other agencies will help locate U.S. citizens in Gaza. If we have hostages being held in Gaza, what are we doing right now? How are we collaborating with the Israelis? How are we using our assets? How is that likely playing out? So, you know, obviously there's an FBI uh, office in Israel, uh, and there would be a coordinated effort with the CIA, the FBI, and all the other intelligence law enforcement agencies uh, that that work uh, in Israel, um, along with, because they're an ally, along with obviously hundreds of other people who collect intelligence. But the point being is that I'm sure the FBI is feeding whatever they're getting from sources, uh, from, you know, electronic collection, whatever it might be, uh, to Israel. Um, You know, the big problem, obviously, is you've got the Gaza Strip, which is basically about the size of of two districts of Columbia. Well, that's where I live, and it's small. So you're talking about two and a half million people living in a really small area. So that's complicating because even if you could locate uh, uh, some of the hostages, let's say, in in a building, how do you effectively go in and get them uh, without, A, them being killed? I mean, the element of surprise in those kind of settings is, you know, next to impossible. It's not totally impossible. We're really difficult. But the point being, the FBI and others would be working with Israel to to figure that out. Because there, there's going to be sources in Gaza that know where some of the hostages are. And the question is, are they able to get the word out? Hey, quickly, are you more optimistic or pessimistic that if there are Americans held hostage, they get out of Gaza alive? Uh, I think it, it, it's hard to be it's hard to be optimistic about any of it at this point, only because what you, you know, I always have to look at these things on both sides. You know, what's in the mind of Hamas even doing this to begin with. And so they've almost sort of gone down a road of no return. And so what would be their incentive in releasing them? That's that's my concern. I mean, I was a hostage negotiator, and I, you know, you, you always look for what's the out for the person you're talking to that's holding somebody. And I'm not sure what that would be in this case. You know, your bargaining hand as a negotiator would be probably pretty weak. ABC's Brad Garrett, crime and terrorism analyst. Thank you so much, Brad. You're welcome. Take care.